Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas all from our new campus Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Bismillahi walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Inshallah, continuing with our series Illuminated, where we are taking a look at many of the ayats in the Quran, the verses in the Quran that talk about the concept of nur, light, illumination. And what we're going to be talking about today, first and foremost, the ayah that we're going to be looking at is from Surah number 9, chapter number 9, which is called Surah Tawbah. Surah Tawbah. And verse number 32. Surah Tawbah, just for a brief moment, because this will help us appreciate what the verse is saying. Surah Tawbah is what the Sahaba, many of the companions of the Prophet ﷺ, they said this comment. That when Surah Tawbah was revealed, they said Surah Tawbah was the sharp end of the sword. Surah Tawbah, they said, is the sharp end of the sword. Meaning, Surah Tawbah was very direct. It's very, it's very strong, and it actually is engaging with, and it's discussing the situation with between the Muslims and the enemies of the Muslims. The people that are trying to kill the Muslims. The people that are trying, that have been tormenting the Muslims. It deals with that whole dynamic. So I wanted to just, I wanted you to have that in mind, that this chapter, this surah, and that's why this is, this chapter, Surah Tawbah, chapter number nine, is the only chapter in the Quran that does not begin with, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. And there's a technical reason for that. And the technical reason is that when the Prophet ﷺ recited it to us, the Ummah, whenever he would start a surah, he would say, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Alhamdulillahi Ladi Khalaqa Samawati Wal Ard, Wajala Dhulmati Wal Nur, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Alif Lam Mim Saad, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Yes Aluna Ka'anil Anfal. He would always say Bismillah at the beginning of a surah. When he started reading this surah, surah number nine, he said, without saying Bismillah, Bara'atum min Allahi wa Rasuli. He didn't say Bismillah. So we don't say Bismillah. Because we were told to read the Quran the way he reads it. Alright? That's a technical reason. Ali bin Abi Talib, the great companion of the Prophet Right, the cousin of the Prophet ﷺ, the son-in-law of the Prophet ﷺ, Ali bin Abi Talib, the Ali, he actually says, he says that one of the wisdoms, one of the like profound realizations that we had, as far as there not being a Bismillah in the beginning of the surah, was when the surah came down and we read the surah and we said, whoa. Because like I said, it's the sharp end of the sword. It came right at the enemies. It came at the 
the Jewish tribes that were that had been tormenting the Muslims. It came at the Christian kingdoms that were threatening the Muslims. It came at the mushrikeen, the idolaters, the 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 the, the Quraysh that had been tormenting the Muslims for 20 years. It came at the hypocrites who were constantly trying to stab the Muslims in the back secretly. It came out everybody. He called out everybody. So much so the Sahaba said that we started looking at ourselves, wondering like if we were next. That this surah is just going to clean everybody out. Right? So he said, Ali radiallahu anhu says that once we read the surah, we said, oh, that's why there's no Bismillah in the beginning of it. Because Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim means what? In the name of Allah. I began in the name of Allah, the most merciful, the extremely compassionate. Bismillah is about invoking the mercy and the compassion of Allah. This surah is the sharp end of the sword. This surah was when Allah said, now some people will face my wrath. No more mercy for some people. Right? So it's very profound if you think about it. Anyways, let's get to this. So, now that you understand the premise of the surah, this will make a little bit more sense to you. You know, in every story, there's a villain. Every story has a bad guy, has an antagonist, has a villain. So this, this what we've been talking about here, the light, the nur, the illumination from Allah. This ayah tells us that there are some, there are some bad people. There are some villains. There, is, there, are, there are certain antagonists. Okay? What does the verse say? The verse says, Yuriduna. Yuriduna. What do those villains want? It identifies who they are at the end of the verse. So right now, this is by the way a style in the Quran. Right? In the Arabic language. I'm trying to see if any of the third year students are here. Right? We just covered this not too long ago. Um, it's called Al-Idmar fi Maqam al-Idhar. Right? So you don't identify who you're talking about immediately. You say they, he. And it makes you think, who are you talking about? And it goes on. And then it reveals the identity at the end. You know how that creates some suspense? It creates a little bit more curiosity, right? This is a style in classical Arabic, and this is used in the Quran. Al-idmar fi maqam al-idhar. There you are. All right. So, Allah says, "Yuriduna." They want to. What do they want to do? And yutfiu nur Allah. They want to extinguish. They want to put out. You know, how you put out a fire. You stamp out a fire. They want to stamp out, they want to put out, they want to extinguish, they want to turn off, they want to cut the power to, to what? Nur Allah, the light of Allah. They want to extinguish it. Think about everything that we've talked about so far. What is that light of Allah? It is the Qur'an. It is the legacy of the Prophet ﷺ. It is the iman that is in our hearts and our faith. It is our worship and our good deeds and our practice. They want to shut all of this down. The iman, the Quran, the, the prophet, the, the life and legacy of the Prophet. 
the good deeds, the worship, the congregating in masjid at night. Right? Think about how powerful that is that the Prophet said, coming to the masjid in the hours of darkness gives you the light of iman. When it's dark outside and you, tr- and you make that trek and you make that sacrifice and you come here, this is where you gain internal light. They want to shut all of this down. Okay, but then here's the interesting thing. How are they trying to shut that down? How are they trying to extinguish all of that? Be afwahihim. Afwah in the Arabic language is the plural of the word fam. Right? Which means mouth. They're trying to extinguish the light of God, the nur of Allah with their mouths. Now, let me explain one thing, right? Because there's a lot of uh, balagha. There's a lot of eloquence in this verse. Right? So you have to understand certain mechanisms, certain rhetorical devices. In the English language, when we say, when you hear that, they're trying to extinguish the light of Allah with their mouths. What, what, what you understand from that is, they're trying to do that through their speech. They're talking against it. Right? They're talking against it. But the thing is, in the Arabic language, that's not what this expression means. In the Arabic language, when you want to say, they are trying to extinguish the light of Allah with their words, then you say, يُرِيدُونَ أَنْ يُطْفِئُوا نُورَ اللَّهِ بِكَلَامِهِمْ بِلِسَانِهِمْ In the Arabic language, you say tongue. You know how we say the mouth is what you speak with? You speak with your mouth? In the Arabic language, they don't use the mouth as the tool for speaking. That's not the expression. In the Arabic language, the expression for speak, the tool that is used for speaking is the tongue. That's why you hear that, right? A lot of times in the Quran, a lot of times in the Hadith. What does the Prophet say? If you can guarantee me your, your tongue. He didn't say your mouth, he said your tongue. He said, guard your Tongue. Guard your tongue. So in the Arabic language, when you say, oh, they're trying to extinguish the light of Allah with their words, by campaigning, with their propaganda, with their slander, with their rhetoric, then the word would have been lisan, bi alsinatihim. But that's not what Allah said. Allah said, bi afwahihim with their mouths. So what does that expression mean? They want to extinguish it with their mouth. In classical Arabic, that expression means that if there's a candle burning, how do you extinguish a candle? By blowing on it. The mouth is an expression for exhaling. By blowing out air, by exhaling. You understand that? So now think about what Allah said. And that's, it's so beautiful, right? What um, Ibn Kathir, Imam Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah ta'ala, what he says in his tafsir, he says, فَمَثَلُهُمْ فِي ذَلِكَ كَمَثَلِ مَنْ يُرِيدُ أَنْ يُطْفِئَ شُعَاءَ الشَّمْسِ أَوْ نُورَ الْقَمَرِ بِنَفْخِهِ That the example that Allah is giving is that imagine somebody tries to stand outside. Like today, today was a good Texas day. Did you feel it? Huh? Very good. This is the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm carrying this little bit of, uh, you know, grudge with all these northerners who come here and tell us how we freak out about cold weather. 
Enjoy the heat. Okay. So today the sun was out. You could feel it. So now imagine somebody goes outside, stands there under the sun, and then tries to put out the light of the sun with their mouth. I mean, imagine what a fool that person would look like. Or imagine on the night of the full moon, Nur al-Qamar, on the night of the full moon, on the 14th, 14th night, somebody goes out there, stands under the full moon, and tries to put out the light of the full moon by blowing on it. Think about what a fool that person would be. That's a logical impossibility. What are you doing? So Allah says in the Quran that them trying to fight against the nur of Allah, them trying to shut this down, the Quran being recited, the Quran being read, the sunnah being practiced and lived, the houses of Allah being filled, Allah being remembered, people fasting, people praying, people giving charity, brothers shaking each other's hands, sisters hugging and greeting one another. This nur of iman, them trying to shut this down is akin, is similar to, and nay, even more foolish than somebody standing outside at noon in the Texas summer trying to put out the sun with his mouth by blowing on it. It's impossible. And that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says then, وَيَعْبَ اللَّهُ إِلَّا أَنْ يُتِمَّ نُورَهُ Allah refuses for there to be any other scenario, any other outcome other than أَنْ يُتِمَّ نُورَهُ That Allah will complete His light. Allah will complete His light. Meaning what? The Qur'an will be revealed. And then the Qur'an will be read. And it will be memorized. And it will be studied. And it will be analyzed. And it will be lived. And it will be loved. And it will be adored. For 1400 years. And that the life of the Prophet ﷺ will be preserved. And will be cherished. And will be studied. And will be lived. And will be emulated. For 1400 years. That no matter where you go in the world, you will find a masjid. You will, no matter where you go in the world, you will hear the words, Hayya ala salah, hayya ala al-falah. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, la ilaha illallah. That nobody can stop this. Allah has refused to let anybody get in the way. God's light will be fulfilled, will be realized. And then Allah says, وَلَوْ كَرِهَ الْكَافِرُونَ even if this displeases those who disbelieve. And you know what's very interesting about the word kufr, kafir, somebody who disbelieves? The word kufr in the Arabic language means to hide. It means to conceal, the opposite of light. That's why the farmer in old Arabic used to be called kafir. Because they put the seed inside the ground. They hide the seed in the ground. Right? And so... It's fascinating that the kafir is trying to hide the light. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, no, the light will be made, you know, will, will be seen and will be experienced and will be shared. 
The, the takeaway that I would suggest from the message of this ayah, chapter 9, verse number 32, surah 9, ayah number 32, is the confidence that we should have when practicing our Islam. This is the truth. This is from Allah. Nobody can stop it. Nobody can get in its way. And so be content, be confident, be dignified, and practice your Islam. Practice your faith. And don't worry about what anybody else has to say. Because they're just people standing outside at noon trying to put out the sun by blowing air onto the sun. Alright? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the ability to practice everything that's been said and heard. Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta. Nasakhfirka wa natubu ilayk.